absolutely. It depends on the uh, COR of the flagstick, so the Coefficient Restitution flagstick. In U.S. Opens, I'll take it out, and uh, every other tour event, when it's uh, fiberglass, I'll leave it in and bounce that ball against the flagstick if I need to. Welcome back, podcast patrons, to another episode of Leave the Pin Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dan. My man Scott sends his regards. Unfortunately, we are unable to coordinate times together. So instead, I bring in the man himself. The man in charge of the planes in the sky, the dude in charge of Eagles and Arrows, the architect who designed Augusta West. You've had him here before in the pod. You know him through the Instagram, Mr. Grant Gears. Grant, what is the good word? What up, podcast patrons? Thanks for having me, Dan. Big shoes to fill coming in, stepping in for Scott, but uh, you know, here we're gonna we're gonna give it a go. So right off the bat, we'll, we'll get into it. You and I have an Instagram contest going on. You're one of our lead sponsors. Everyone knows that. Love the brand. Love everything it stands for. And we are giving away, you're giving away an entire membership to Augusta West through our Instagram page. So real simply, you go to at leave the pin and you tag as many friends as you want. For every one of those friends that follows myself and you on Eagles and Arrows Co., on Instagram, you get one entry into the contest. You post in your stories, and you're getting an additional entry into the contest. Everything gets thrown together at the end. They randomize it. We put it in Google Randomizer. We get a winner. We get some secondary winners, and you're giving away a membership to Augusta West. So what better person to explain what an Augusta West membership is than the man who created it himself? So Grant, let us know what the grand prize winner is getting. So uh, a little bit about Augusta West. Just to recap, we uh, built a uh, golf course in our backyard. It's currently a one-holer. We're going to be uh, doing some uh, additions here shortly. But Augusta West membership, you get a uh, golf glove subscription and membership to Augusta West. So there's tiers for how many gloves you desire to have throughout the year. And uh, you get an exclusive membership number, and that gives you a discount to the whole site, uh, everything we put out. And uh, you get exclusive uh, news and advanced drops on anything that we, uh, we put out. And, uh, yeah, so we're giving away a uh, one-year membership to Augusta West. So I have had infinite amount of people say, Dan, I, I, I don't know where it is. Um, I've tried Googling the course. Um, I've gotten that response. I've gotten, I looked it up on golf now and can't find it. So, <laughs> uh, and I said, yet, I said, yet, you can't find it yet. Um, Grant, where is it located? So we, uh, we're in Fayetteville, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta, on the south side of Atlanta. Yeah, 150 miles to the west of Augusta, Georgia, and uh, yeah, so, so we we uh, we're not quite yet on golf now, but uh, but stay tuned. Who knows? They may pick us up. You get your tee time at Augusta West. I was at the range this weekend, covering a bunch of shifts for people before works. You know, real work started up again, teaching again, and I had people come up to me and they say, "What do you what are you a member of? What is this members, you know, only?" thing and i tried explaining it to them i said well it's kind of like a golf course I said, but it's not a golf course per se and i said it's kind of like a you know group um and you know it's difficult to explain but i think 
the essence of that is just so cool because it's kind of like an if you know you know type deal with it you know if if you are in with quote unquote Augusta West then then you realize it's a cool little niche thing I mean I'll I'll be honest I've never been there yet but I I feel like if I was in Georgia I would just stop by and hit some balls and and we'd get around it absolutely yeah, some of them live locally over, and, uh, you know, we, we uh, play some golf and uh, hang out. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, a, it's just as much about the hang as it is the golf. And, uh, but, yes, so, you know, you're not going to want to miss it. You join Augusta West. We're planning an awesome event for next year, which is uh, going to be invitation uh, only. And uh, so don't miss out. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so go check it out on uh, on eaglesandarrows.com. So um, you've got some other. Can we can we talk about some of the drops that are coming up, or is that going to be the members only thing with the email that came out? Can we let the general public know or no yet? Yeah, you can tell them. You can tell them. Go ahead. All right. So look, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of bridging classic with new wave or modern. Um, and I've said it all the, all along from the beginning when you and I first met and even before the sponsorship and all that stuff. And I told people, I said, Eagles now just does this great job of sticking true to the classic heart and soul of golf, but bringing it to the modern era. Um, and there's nothing that I love more than a, a classic style rope hat. And you've got two, a black and a white Eagles and Arrows with the classic Eagles and Arrows logo, rope hats dropping um, at the end of this week, correct? Yep, coming out at the end of this week. And uh, yeah, one, uh, one black and one white. Just like you said, we try to stick with the kind of that classic uh, vintage style, uh, but with the, with the new, new age twist uh, to almost everything we do um yeah so uh those will be coming out the end of this week yep so those are going to be on the website um and i'm going to tell you that that they are very limited they're going to go fast so if it's something that you're you're into and you're thinking about getting i would just highly suggest you you know get in at the drop at the get-go at the end of the week um obviously eagles and arrows members already people that are members are going to get first dibs on them uh, and they're going to use their Eagles and Arrows membership code and get that discount as well. Um, so don't be surprised if they're gone by the time that you get on. But but hopefully, you know, send Grant a DM or whatnot, and, and maybe he can get you, um, you know, both or or if not, at least one of them. Um, Grant, there's some things that are going along in golf right now that I think we kind of need to talk about. We've got the playoffs going on, and. You know, a little behind the scenes for people before this even happened uh, tonight, you and I were texting back and forth and I said, hey, I said, you got to give me at least 20 minutes to kind of brush up on what's actually going on in golf. So a little behind the scenes, the playoffs to me are nothing of ultra importance unless I'm going to them. I, I it's another golf tournament. I mean. Especially now, this is the heart and soul of baseball season for me. So every night there's a Cardinals game on that you know we're watching, um, and golf really takes a back seat. And I know people are going to be like, "What are you talking about, dude? You do a golf podcast?" And I get it, but the playoffs to me, these are just another series of events for for guys to 
grab some money. And perfect example, we've got Webb Simpson withdrawing from the BMW this week. He says, I've played a few weeks in a row. I'm tired. I'm already in to the Tour Championship. I'm third. I just don't care about this event. Yeah, I think it's a tough spot for the tour because it's already the setup just like you described. It's like uh, these events, you know, they're not majors, but they're, they, they're trying their hardest to make it interesting and doing the cut system and the points and uh, the playoffs. But this year is a tougher year even for the tour because you got baseball on a condensed schedule. So that's that's even more exciting right now than what it would typically be, you know, for an average year. The NBA playoffs, which you're never going to have that again at this time of year. You know, people are into that. You're a Hoops fan, you know, so it's, it's uh, it, you know, and then when you got one of your, you know, top 10 players on tour going, eh, I think I'm going to pass this week. It's it's a tough look for the PGA Tour, but, uh, you know, it's tough for fans to get excited about. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, imagine, imagine you're the third seed in the NFL playoffs, right? You're hosting a wild card game and you just decide, Hey, you know what? I don't really feel like playing this game. Like that would never happen in a million years. And again, I, the guys love these events cause it's free money for the most part. And you have a chance who doesn't want to play for 15, $20 million. Like you're nuts. If you say you don't want to, uh, and, and I'm not blaming the guys at all. They play a long schedule. It, it's tough with everything that's going on nowadays. But to the casual fan, I feel like it's just, it's overload. I mean, if Webb Simpson, ha- uh, you know, if Vegas put his odds at third best of winning the Masters or the Open or the PGA or the U.S. Open, do you think for a second Webb Simpson would pull out of any of those tournaments? No, he's, I mean, it's, and that's, that's exactly the point you just made is exactly why it's not as important as a major. And it only matters when they get to East Lake. And, and, you know, Webb Simpson's is going to pass on the, on the cash, basically the free cash. He, he knows it's not really going to affect him, but maybe by one shot going into East Lake. So he's like, eh, we've been playing now for a couple months. I'm kind of tired. You know, I think I'm going to go take this week off. It's, it's tough. Yeah. It's never, that's never going to happen in another, another sport ever. You are just as much of a golf nerd as myself, and I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit, and I'm I'm kind of thinking in my head right now of some of these moments as I think of this question. Um, but if I were to ask you, and I know I don't want to answer these, but if I were to ask you, give me iconic moments from the four majors. You could do that easily. You could probably even give me some iconic moments from the Players Championship. But I'm going to ask you, Grant, to name as many iconic moments from the Tour Championship since the playoffs have started that you can remember. I mean, it's tough to have an iconic one. I mean, you know, the, the probably the hardest one to beat, it's got to be last year, Tiger uh, and, and, and the comeback. Or actually, it was the, uh, the end of uh, 2018, correct? Correct. And, 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 and that was just... That sea of people coming down 18 there at, at East Lake was unreal, and and so that one's kind of iconic. But I mean, aside from that, iconic? Mm, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to find an iconic moment with. And this is no knock to uh, 
did Billy Horschel win one of these? One of these. Yeah, Billy games? Horschel won in uh, 2014. And I like that guy. I mean, he's a great tour player, and he's made an awesome career, and he's a super nice guy. But I mean, find an iconic moment. Eesh, no one's going to even remember this, you know. I mean, you know, they might remember how much money they're playing for because you know that putt was you know for ten or fifteen million dollars. But other than that, ugh. Tigers, Tigers in twenty eighteen. I'm going to go with that. That's probably the, that's going to be the top one, and I would say that's going to be the top one for a long, long time. So that's the top one in my mind, too. I think it's the one that most people would give. The only other one that I can honestly and truly even remember is 2010. Furick pouring rain, hat backwards, so the raindrops aren't puddling over on his ball. Sinks the putt, celebrates in the rain. That's it. Yeah. That's the only other tour championship since the playoffs started that I can even even closely remember now i will say and scott will back me up if he's here we remember vj sings in 2002 because he had won two events we were at both of those events we were at the playoff against sergio we were sitting greenside with the nbc telecast um video guys that were letting us look through their monitors so we didn't have to leave the 18th green but that's a personal one we only remember that because we were there but right. as far as, you know, as far as it being burnt into your mind like Jack's putt at Augusta, you know what I mean, or the first time that Tiger wins there or, or Tiger's, you know, under par campaign at Pebble Beach, like things like that. Yeah, I've, I've got two. I've got two in almost 20 years. That does I, not bode too well for the tour. I'm going to add one. Now, I could be wrong about this, but wasn't it like the last – round a few years ago kevin na played in like an hour and 40 minutes or something when he was the first guy off yeah that was iconic <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I mean and and i think there you have it when that becomes a moment that we're talking about how fast kevin na plays which believe me i love people you know people playing fast um that that shows that that it's it's lacking in a way and and i think personally the pga tour is doing probably the best job they can with what they have. I just don't think golf lends itself to a playoff format unless we're doing match play. And that's why I am a big proponent of going back to match play just the way like the PGA Championship used to be back in the 20s and 30s. Make the Tour Championship match play, you know? Yeah, that would be great. And then Do the something points, different. The, the points, you know, leads them into their seed. And then they, you know, they, they play match play. And, and, and also it would be... Uh, you know, you don't want to talk about a, a way more interesting tournament. I, I agree. I think that would be a way better format. Golf is golf is loved because golf doesn't change, right? Golf is loved by guys that are 80 and 90 years old because it's the same exact sport they remember when they were 20, 30 years old. But you have the same format 50 weeks a year. Why can't we make the, you know, ultimate prize, the epitome of the end of the year? Why can't we make that something different and celebrate it and 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 honestly put in a little bit of volatility? There's no vol. There's there's so little volatility that um, people are literally skipping events. That's yeah. how little volatility there is. 
And that yeah, doesn't I, screen playoffs. I think they're doing a, a, a pretty good job with what they have. They've adjusted the schedule, the time frames, and everything like that. They've made it simpler for the fans to follow in the last, you know, a couple of years. But yeah, like throw in some match play, do something different, make it interesting. It's a long season. Let's have it fun. And can you imagine like a a, a Bryson Brooks matchup head to head, or or Patrick Reed versus uh, anybody? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, instant ratings booster. Yeah, it would be awesome. Instead, we get three tournaments in a row with the same format, nothing changes. Now, here's another thing to show how irrelevant they are. Um, Out of the top ten in the FedEx Cup points list, I want you to name for me as many in the top ten that you can, just off the top of your head. Cool, this is tough. In the top ten, okay, I'm going to go... And look, people, this is very tough because I'm looking at five names out of ten that I had no idea were in the top ten. This is hard, but um, I'm going to go with uh, Justin Thomas. Yep, he's second. Okay, he's been solid all year. Dustin Johnson. Right, wins by nine or whatever, 30 under last week, great performance. There's your one and two, DJ first, JT two. We already said Webb Simpson was third, and he's not next week. Webb Simpson's got, I mean, he has so many top tens this year, so he's he's in. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, gosh, did, did Colin Morikawa squeak in there yep, with his yep, PJ he, win? Yep, 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 he's five, he's five. Okay, um, I'm going to say, goodness gracious, there's so many good players, too, that are out already. Like you right. Top names, Ricky, he's not even playing this week, he's out. I'm gonna give you a hint. There's a there's a big guy, a very big guy. Yeah, Bryson, to, Bryson yep. DeChambeau. <laughs> yep, the patron saint is number seven right now. The big golfer. Uh, did did Polt sneak in there? Oh no, nope. he's way down. Right? Okay. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I can't. I mean, what did I get? I got five. five you guys. got you got you got five, and here here they are in order. It's DJ JT Webb. We said those one, two, three. Now, you put a gun to my head and tell me I need to guess the number four person, and guess what? You're going to have to pull that trigger. It's Daniel Berger. Oh, I, I, got, I think I got a couple more. We got more Coward five, Harris yep. English, the top ten machine. Got to have Rom in there. Yep. You got Harris English at six, uh, Big Boy Bryson at seven, Sunjay M, the man with no home at eight, John Rom at nine, and then the devil himself, Patrick Reed, at ten. That's Patrick Reed. Yep. Then followed by Xander and Rory, um, but I mean, there's there's so many guys even in the top thirty that you wouldn't think. Billy Horschel, I haven't heard his name in a top ten in forever. He's sitting at thirty at the points. Where's Finau? Finau's got to be up there. He's he's been yep. playing. Right? Finau's twenty ninth. Um, okay. And then you got the whole European contingent. You got Munoz, Terrell Hatton, uh, Hideki, Abraham Ansa, Mark Leishman. There they uh, Lanto. Is uh, at 15th. Scotty Scheffler at 14th. He had a great showing um, last few weeks out on tour. And then, awesome. and then guys, guys that you know the normal public has no idea who they are. Danny Lee, Tom Hoagie, Richard Wawenski, uh, my boy Brennan Steele sitting at 45th. Really hoping that the Man of Steel gets in. And uh, you know what? The good thing is we still have Tiger. Tiger's in at 57. Tiger's in. He's got to have a good showing uh, this week and. Uh... See if he can get into that top 30. 
Yeah, and uh, hey, and Maverick McNeely, probably the outlier of the group, the one that you would probably look at and say does not belong. He's sitting there at 67, so he basically needs to win to get into the top 30 there. Yep, that's uh, it's tough. I mean, top 30's no joke. I'm just glad we got Kevin Na in the mix. Hopefully, he stays in and uh, and we can see if he can beat his hour and however hour and 48 minute round or something like that <laughs> let me let me tell you what, something crazy about kevin na kevin na is used to be a notoriously slow player everyone knows that he worked on it for years he he had a press conference one time where he basically broke down and was like i understand that i am holding people up out there and i hate it and it eats at me and i don't want to do it but i can't fix it and he's gone to shrinks and everybody else this that and the other and he's worked on it, and he's done great. Well, today, Grant, he was playing a practice round with Bryson. Yeah, yeah, like, I saw that. That is like a heroin addict going and hanging out with a methadone nurse. Oh, yeah. Yep. Can you imagine that slow on slow back when Nah was slow? But uh, I, I will say I like Kevin Nah. He, he's just a real guy. Like, he doesn't try to fluff anything, you know. I mean— you remember you remember when he was having those those swing issues and he couldn't start he couldn't you know and he's yelling at himself pull the trigger i mean he got a feel for the guy and he's just a real dude i like him yeah i i really became a fan of kevin na when he admitted to the fact that he was having these struggles and he said look i'm i'm really working to overcome it and even if it costs me parts of my game like I'm gonna fix it and Kevin Na has had some some off the course troubles as well he's had this enormous ongoing legal battle with his original fiance um over a ton of money and arranged marriage stuff and he was getting crucified over in the press over in Korea which just tore at him for for years and now that that's all settled and he's got you know, um, young kids and his new wife and seems grounded. Uh, he's really turned into a guy that I only want to root for nowadays. Yeah, definitely. He's a good, he's, he just seems like a good dude, just straightforward, no fluff. You know, I like it. There are, um, there's some other developments in the golf world. Obviously one of our, uh, founding fathers, Phil Mickelson did not make it to the BMW, so he decided to head out to Ridgedale, Missouri, uh, top of the rock, uh, over where the Big Bass Pro Shop has their course out there. Not only course, their entire resort, which is just a, a phenomenal place. I was actually out there last summer for uh, a week, and it's just absolutely insane so he's playing the champions tour event he goes out and shoots a 61 for the first round lead and grant i gotta tell you as i as i progress in age there are things that just kind of hit me out of out of nowhere like a like a blinding left hook that kind of bring me back to the reality of how old i am and how quickly time flies because you know the way that i live uh i i don't i don't ever really recognize time you know I, I try to just live in the moment but there's things like this phil mickelson making his champions tour debut that kind of bring me back and say wow nothing stays forever and and this one hit me it's like sometimes when you see on facebook it's like oh this album was released 30 years ago and i and i'm sitting here screaming at my phone i'm like that's bs i just listened to it yesterday you know <laughs> <laughs> dude i mean i feel the same way i mean phil 
Phil, but I mean, gosh, Phil's been playing the game for so long, and he's like, he's such a he's such an awesome awesome guy to be have out there. But and, dude, just think, we only got like five or six years, and Tiger is going to be out there. Yeah, I, you know, here, here's what's funny. If you would have said to me three years ago, is Phil going to play Champions Tour events? I would have been like, dude, hell no. What does Phil need to do out there on the Champions Tour? And fast forward to 2020, I mean, the, the probably the year that should have never been. And in addition to everything that's crazy in this world, Phil is out there shooting 61s on Champions Tour events. I mean, what do you think he was thinking on the plane ride over? Like, he's like, oh, DJ, you shot 60. That's cool. I'm about to go out here and just demolish this course. And, and I'm not knocking the, anything. That, they're just not They're not going to set those courses up like a, a tour event, and rightfully so. But these guys can still play, you know, amazing golf. But you know he's riding over there on that plane going, nice, nice round, Beach. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do one better. And, uh, you know, the guy... You know, it's crazy to talk about getting old. It's like when, you know, you're big golf nuts like you and I. We, we I'm watching all the tours, and you look at the champion tours uh, lead board, leaderboard, and I'm like, man, I know, like, all of them. <laughs> I'm like, yes, these, yes. These are all the guys I grew up with. It's like, woo. It's, uh, I mean, it, it's it's wild, dude, to, to, to go back uh, to touch on the first point. Yeah, I mean, the champions tour courses are kind of set up the way an, an average golfer could equate to, like, compare your local course that you play, which has its quirks and stuff like that, and then compare it to a resort course, right, with wide open fairways and, you know, big greens and everything's nice and lush and in really good shape. That's kind of like the PGA Tour champions. That's basically how it's set up. Uh, they want guys to score, right? No one wants to be 50 years old and, and out there grinding and having to work their butts off. No one wants that. It's stupid. Yeah. We gotta um, see Ozarks, Ozarks National at Big Cedar Lodge is, I mean, dude, they have, um, so first off, they have this course called Top of the Rock, which is a nine-hole course. It's, it's the most, they play the pro-am there. It's the most magnificent nine-hole course I'm going to go within the world. Uh, please feel free to at me on Instagram if you feel different and give me an idea of what's better. Um, and don't tell me the cradle because I've played infinite rounds on the cradle. And yes, it's amazing, but this is otherworldly. Then they have a Gary player design course called mountaintop, which I believe is 13 holes. Uh, that is just as good. Um, they have the new Payne's Valley, which tiger woods designed. They have Buffalo Ridge springs which is all zoysia grass so like you hit the fairway and your ball sits up on this amazing tuft of grass it's absolutely mind-blowing this buffalo that literally roamed the course um and then ozarks national is their championship course if you will um so trust me and trust grant when he says that it's not set up very difficult because it's not uh phil right now actually has a three-stroke lead over tim petrovich uh, Rod Pampling is four strokes back, and our boy Rocco Mediate, um, once almost Tiger Slayer, is six strokes back. So Phil's going to run away with this. He's going to come in feeling good, and hopefully that vaults him to a nice finish at Winged Foot, the last major that he has never won the U.S. Open. He's got to come away feeling positive, but, I mean, goodness gracious, a player his caliber, how could he not? I mean, you know, and I, I'm not, not, I don't want to knock any of these 
these Champions Tours guys because they're they are still amazing golfers. I mean, they're still just awesome golfers. But I mean, you know, he's he he can't be on the plane over there thinking oh, I'm going to run down you know Bernard Longer and 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 go into Wingfoot like feeling just I mean he has to annihilate it to feel good about it himself right I mean he can't and and, and so far he, he's doing that so it's uh it's a different world out there and you know look what is the PGA Tour if not golf entertainment and what is the Champions Tour if not like unfervored entertainment I mean it is just all people want to see is birdies all people want to see are their golfing heroes you know I mean yes guys are grinding out there but look this is just another way for them to pad their pensions from the PGA Tour. It's a great. I mean, no, I, I I love it. I think it's awesome. You get to see the the champions of the past, all the guys you you know you you liked watching when they were playing, you know, for for majors and everything like that. It's 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 amazing. I just I think it's going to be tough for for Phil. Can you imagine if he went out there and didn't play well? God, that would be tough going into Wingfoot after that. Yeah, how how bad at getting beat by like sixty five year old guys? Yeah, I mean if 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 <laughs> I mean if Bernard Longer beat him, you know, I mean Bernard Longer turned pro when he was, you know, when Moses was wearing short pants, and if he got out there and and he beat him, you know, it would that would be tough for his psyche. I mean, Wingfoot is gonna be tough, but he's crushing it, and I hope he, I, I mean, I hope he go, comes away with the W. Yeah, it would be uh, it would be fantastic. And if, if people look, if you get a chance to to see Ozark National on TV, just do it. Watch Champions Tour or PJ Tour Championship Champions as it's now known. Watch it for a bit because that course shows out so well on TV. Um, everybody knows we're in the midst of the pandemic, 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 pandemic. It's all everyone talks about. Um, honestly, it drives me nuts to hear about it so much nowadays, especially with the profession that I'm in. It's something I got to deal with on a you know a, a daily basis, but we mentioned this a little bit before we started recording. Grant, uh, this wild stat that I'm going to give to people and talk about it a little bit, and you're in the golf business, so it kind of you know pertains to you as well. Golf Data Tech is, is this independent market research firm. They have been tracking golf sales since 1997. July 2020, middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, was the highest grossing month ever for golf equipment since they have been tracking since 1997. 23 years they've been tracking golf sales. And July 2020, last month, was the highest ever. 388 million in total sales across the board. The next closest month ever was June 2007 with 368 million. That's golf balls, irons, wedges, gloves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's amazing. I mean, it's so good for, for golf, and, and uh, it's, I mean, I don't know. Do you think the pandemic has played into it and made it go, go up even further? Yeah, I, you know, I, I was going to ask you what you've noticed over these last six months because, you know, when, we, when, when I was recording a bunch in the beginning – um, you know, it was still not golf season by me. I was down in Pinehurst for a long time and I was down in North Carolina for, you know, a good two months. So I was kind of in and around it. But when I came back here to PA, things still weren't open yet. So all that time that I was gone, the Northeast was completely stagnant. And 
you know, for for new listeners of the pod, so you know, I'm I'm a teacher, but I do a ton of, in the golf world. Um, I teach, uh, I give lessons, I work at a driving range, I do some rangering at a course for my buddy, uh, just a ton of stuff. So I'm really involved in the industry itself. And Grant, I can the tee times at the courses are insane. I'm talking 7:30 a.m. to 4:30, booked out every 10 minutes. The driving range is nuts. We have people calling us asking if they need reservations to come because the last time they were there, you know, it took them 10 minutes to get a stall. They had to wait, you know, 15 minutes for a grass tea. It's, it's, it's like someone took the lid off the pressure cooker. It exploded. It's spilling out everywhere and people just can't get enough. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I, I think the pandemic has definitely made it, you know, get to this, this further you know it's everybody you can't get enough and it's like one of the few things you can do and outside and you know you don't have to necessarily worry about the social distancing because you're it's you're doing it and and uh yes people can't get enough i mean i i heard at one point and this was uh maybe a couple months ago you couldn't get a a push cart to buy anywhere in the country and i don't i don't know how how true that was but i heard it from you know several different people looking they're like we've looked everywhere it's they're all gone and uh, you know, I agree. I've seen the same thing down here. You know, tea times are, are packed. Driving ranges are packed. Uh, it's just great. It's great for the game. Uh, you know, I always try. I'm trying to look at the positive. Uh, anything you can pull positive out of these times right now. And I feel like that for us and in the golf world, that's, uh, I'm, you know, I take it as a positive. I'm gonna, I want to ask you a question about that in a second, but I want to touch on that point <clears throat> um, in Late July, early August, I'm playing a local course who I, I I know the head pro. He's one of my old students, and we're talking and we're just kind of chatting it up. And um, I had mentioned that I had just gotten a new push cart a while ago and gave my son my old one, and he said, "Uh, we have any extras?" And I said, "Well, no, I don't like hoard golf carts around, you know." <laughs> I said, "I said why." And he's like, I don't have a push cart. And I said, oh, well, just like, you know, I, I thought I, here I'm thinking like he just wants one cheaper, save some money. And I was like, well, dude, you can get them at Golf Galaxy. And I'm starting naming things. And I'm like, well, of course, this guy knows that he's a head pro at a course. And I said, have you looked for them? He says, Dan, you can't get them. And he said, and what they're selling for on eBay is astronomical. And I've seen the same thing, too, in the in the fitness world, because that's what I do for a living daily. You know, the price of dumbbells and barbells and any type of exercise equipment is through the roof because, you know, gyms were closed. And still in some states, gyms are closed. So people were trying to, you know, keep up their routines at home and still train. And, you know, I saw barbells going for 300 bucks, you know, a 45 pound Olympic bar that should be like a buck 50. People charging $3 a pound for weights. You know, so so two forty five wow. plates. They're asking two seventy four. Like, and people are buying it. That's wow. what's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's just it's it's different times. It's crazy. So I, I wanted to ask because this is something obviously near and dear to your heart and and to mine and the listeners out there that want to kind of know behind the scenes of golf. You really kind of started a company before the pandemic hit, right? It's it's not like the pandemic hit and you were established for ten years. I mean, it was really during your startup time. Did you have in the beginning any reservations about you know starting it and 
any, I guess, fears during the pandemic? And have those fears been completely washed away now because of how hot golf has become? Um, so, I mean, we, you know, I conceptualized this, uh, last winter. So, you know, it was, you know, we had heard of the coronavirus, but it wasn't necessarily even in, in, in the United States yet, or if it was, we, you know, we didn't know about it. And, uh, when we launched in, uh, just in April, um, I was so, I, I did, I had reservations. I'm like, man, is this the right thing to do? Should I, should I do this? And, 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 you know, we just, we ended up deciding, yeah, we're just going to do it and we're going to go for it. And, um, but yeah, that, that fear obviously would be there. I think, it, I think any, any small business owner in any, um, field or any, you know, in, in anything would feel that fear, but, um, you kind of just got to trust what, you know, what, what your feelings are and, and, um, and, and go for it is what I would say. And that's what we did. And, um, you know, we didn't know that golf was going to like take off, uh, like, like it has, um, you know, we're so new. I don't know that we've really caught some of that. I would like to think we have, but, um, but yeah, we're still, we're still trying to grow and, and, and get out there and, and, and just get in front of people as, as well. So, you know, I, I don't know that it's, it's, you know, helped us boom or anything like that, but, uh, but yeah, definitely, you know, people are in it. So it's definitely good. It's good for, um, for everything golf, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. It was, it, it's, it's, you know, it's just different times. You don't know what to expect. You don't know, you know, your everything that we've known is just different, right. For the last, what, six months now or going on six months now. So it's, uh, it's tough and crazy times, but, um, you know, sometimes you just got to go for it. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what we did, but yeah, it's, it's definitely nerve wracking. It's just, uh, it's, it, it's wild when you call like a local nine hole course that, you know, is, is, is a goat track basically. And, you know, they're telling you, oh yeah, like I can get you on at one thirty, And you're like, wait, wait a minute. Like I just used to pull up and there were three cars in the lot. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable how how tough it is to get a tee time anywhere, you know. And but I, you know, I, I I'm okay with it. I love it. I love that people are getting out there and playing, and and you know, hopefully it's growing the game, and hopefully people will keep playing after the pandemic's all over and we're back to normal life. People like, hey, I like this golf thing. I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah, the the one thing I love, like especially at the range, because. We're, we're, we're the only range in a, a very large radius in, in Northeast PA. And it's, it's a family owned business. You know, I've, I've been there since literally day one, you know, I, I needed a job my first summer teaching because my wife said, who do you think's paying for all this golf that you play? And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and I, and I don't like, and, and here's, here's one thing about me. Here's some inside knowledge. Like I hate spending real money. If that makes sense, you know, like money I make in my actual profession, I hate spending that, but, but I love spending money. So, <laughs> so that, that's a very tough dichotomy to, uh, to kind of even out. Um, so I do a lot in, in the golf industry and I just spend that money on it. So I pulled up to this range that wasn't even open yet and explained to them kind of my credentials and stuff. And, and I said, Hey, I I'd be willing to work just for golf balls. And they said, well, you can hit as many golf balls as you want. I said, sold. I'm, I'm, I'm yours. And they were like, we'll pay you too. And I said, well, I'm never leaving now. And, <laughs> and here 20 years later, I'm, I'm still there. But one of the coolest things about 
having that perspective at this range is I've seen the change in people over the years with golf. And at no time in those 20 years that I've worked at this range, have I seen the different people from different walks of life that have come into golf. And, and I mean, you know, guys coming off work in fluorescent vests and boots with tar stains all over to, you know, the, the country club prep kid who's 18 years old driving an 80,000 SUV to the soccer mom getting her eight-year-old kid lessons with me to the 80-year-old taking lessons with me because he hasn't played in 40 years, you know, to to a group of girls, like college girls coming together being like, hey, we just want to hit balls and then play mini golf. I mean, it's just, it's wild to see this enormous range of people. And, and it's awesome that golf has become this, um, this focal point of outdoor activity that people can gather around and realize like, hey, golf can be what I want it to be. Like, I don't have to go out and play 18 holes. I can just bash some balls and get some stress out and then maybe mini golf and, you know, oh, that guy's chipping. Let me learn how to do that too. And then before you know it, they turn into golfers. Yeah, it's so awesome to see how many different people, like you're saying, like from every walk of life, doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, what you're a part of, people are coming to the game. And I love that uh, it doesn't have to be uh, 18 holes, you know, it could be nine holes, it could be six holes, it could be just putting, chipping, hitting balls at the range, top golf, whatever. There's so many different, uh, you know, varieties of what you can do with it now. And, you know, it's, it's funny, you like think back to, or, you know, I think back to some of some great times, you know, around golf, like, I just think back to like going and playing those putting games, you know, late, late into the, you know, the sun setting, and, and, you know, that, that's not playing, you know, 18 holes. You're just, you're just sitting there on the putting green putting and, and having a blast doing it. And, you know, I think the more and more people come around to the game, they realize, you know, hey, this is, this is actually fun. It can be social. There's different varieties of it. I don't have to – it doesn't have to be this, you know, really tough thing or something that I don't really know all about or take all day. It's, so I love all that. That's, it's all – it's so great for the game. Yeah, I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, taking a quick trip to Augusta West and playing in 30 minutes. That's it. I mean, we got a one-holer. You can play this thing in, in, in 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping actually to, uh, to, to expand so it's a, it's a, a small loop. But, uh, but yeah, it, exactly. You can, you know, it's, it's go down and, and, uh, and you know, play one, one hole or hit a couple balls at the range or, you know, set up a chipping course with three holes. So it's all fun, good, yeah. good stuff. You just, you make it what you want. Um, hey, so real quick, I guess, you know, we should just kind of, uh, you know, rehash. We, we've got the contest going on right now on at Leave the Pin. It's Eagles and Arrows, Leave the Pin collaboration. You go, like the photo, tag us, tag your friends, uh, follow Eagles and Arrows, follow at Leave the Pin, uh, at Eagles and Arrows Co. At Leave the Pin. Go and post it in your story. Once a day, you can post. And next week, well, no, the end of this week, actually, technically, Sunday, August 30th, which coincidentally is my birthday, um, I'm going to pick, or Grant's going to pick, or we're going to pick a winner. We're going to randomize it, and someone is getting a membership to Augusta West. They're getting the Glove of the Month Club. Um, they're getting just some great gear, the Augusta West member T-shirt, which my wife, in quotes, 
This is the softest T-shirt I have ever felt. I love it. That's what she said when she took it out of the laundry. That is an unfiltered quote. Um, you get that. You get the membership to Augusta West. You get the membership code. You get the discount. You get the gloves. Um, and we'll have some second-tier prizes, you know, for, uh, for I don't know, maybe two or three people. We'll see who's working hard out there, grinding, working the gram. And uh, that's it. Grant, I mean, you know, dude, we talk all the time, but great to speak to you. You know that. Thanks for having me, man. I'm, I was I was happy to uh, to fill in for Scotty, and uh, hopefully I, I, I did him proud, and uh, I, I really appreciate you having me. It was fun. For sure. All right, people, so you know the drill. Either get busy golfing or get busy dying, and always hit it straight down the middle.